Hey, After Buzzers, thanks for joining us once again this week as we discuss The Path as it's airing on Hulu. This is Season 1, Episode 5, The Hall. Stick around, we'll have a great discussion coming up. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yeah. <laughs> well, all of you should recognize this music, and hopefully you recognize our slow-mo hands as well. This comes from the end of the episode, but we will get there. I'm Zoe Hewitt. Susanna Kim could not be with us tonight. We're so sorry, but we've got a great guest host with us, Richie. So um, let's introduce ourselves and tell everyone where to find us. I'm Miera Jennings. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miera Jennings. And I'm DJ Richie Sky filling in. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at DJ Richie Sky. And I'm Zoe Hewitt. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Zoe Said What. That's Z O E Said What. Now, first thoughts about the episode I have to say, this was possibly my very favorite episode all season. I thought it was so good, so I can't wait to discuss. What did you guys think? I agree. It was a really good one. I liked it a lot. So basically lots of agreement right now. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the show opened and closed with a trio of kisses. We had the triangle of Eddie, Sarah, and Cal. We had the kiss with Sarah, or excuse me, with uh, Mary and Sean. And then, of course, we had Hawk and Ashley. So I thought that's a great way to start looking at the episode. So starting off with the triangle, uh, we of course have Eddie who is digging in the hole and he mm-hmm. has this vision of Sarah and Cal who are kissing while he's down there but then he later lies about it. He's sort of being interrogated by Cal and he turns things around and asks Cal, hey what did you see when you were in the hole? And it turns out that Cal says he's seen what most people see and that's a life of nothingness which is what he says most people see that they don't matter. And um, then Eddie winds up lying about what he saw. He realizes, I don't want to give my power away. And uh, he says that he actually saw something that came true later, which was when Cal was being rude to Sarah at their house. And um, Eddie responds now that also he understands because Cal is in a bureaucratic position. So he's sort Mm. of being a little bit snide there, I think. And they sort of needle each other somewhat covertly. And um, finally, at the end of the episode, going back to the kissing, we get Eddie and Sarah, who wind up having sex together at the end for what seems like the first time since Eddie's transgression. So that's the arc that we saw from kiss to kiss with that trio. What did you guys think? (sighs) No, (laughs) I'm so waiting for the day that Cal and Sarah actually just get it on. Like, I'm so. It's coming, man. I know it's coming, but I'm just like so ready to see it because the tension has been building up since day one. I totally agree. I think I was ready for it to happen any moment until this episode because Cal was so mad at Sarah. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, well, we're going to wait a little bit longer. But um, just starting with that scene where Eddie has that vision, I'm wondering is the step for seven R's that digging supposed to elicit like your biggest fears? Is that what it is? Are you supposed to face the visions of your fears? That's um, what I think. Okay. I think it's I'm like, why is he having this vision? I don't understand, but is it, I guess it brings out your interesting that that was fear. his vision. Yes. Yeah. What he fears the most in life is yeah. Cal taking Sarah. Absolutely. He should. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> There's been this tension. I mean, they are definitely a triangle. They're, they're not a two-seven yeah. in this show at all. There's a triangle. <laughs> 
<laughs> and what did you guys make of the scene where Cal is sort of interrogating Eddie? Because it felt very, like, police station actually a little bit creepy, of course, because every scene in this show is pretty much yeah. creepy. It felt like a game of chess. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I'm moving here and you're going to move mm -hmm. there, but then I'm going to move here. I'm going to see what you do. It, it was yeah. very, like, kind of political, if you think about it. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Cal still tries to hint to Eddie that Sarah has a thing for him. And oh, he, right. it's and almost he knows like, it. I'm going to take yes. your, yes. your yes. life. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> we pray together. <laughs> yes, that's, that's the point. Yeah. And they were both doing it, uh -huh. especially, right? How is it so weird that saying, like, we pray together is this big bonding experience? <laughs> yep. And how they prayed together, too. This was the first time we've seen them, like, raising their arms up together, holding mm -hmm. hands. But, like, wasn't she looking at him like he was a mule? Like, when he was praying, she was like, <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah, there's, oh it's a matter of time. It is a matter of time. And then we have Mary looking at them also as they pray, like, feeling very jealous, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Man, she needs to, okay, Sean's a good guy. What's wrong with Sean? Why won't she just give him a Mary chance? Mary is only there because of Cal. <laughs> like, we all know that. <laughs> think about it. Yes. Yes, I, do you From, think she's really not a believer? No. <laughs> I think, I disagree. I think she's half and half. I think she's okay, there because yeah, of Cal. I think she believes, but it's Cal that's the glue that's holding her together. I feel like a lot of people are there because of Cal. Yeah. I do. I feel like a lot of the women particularly have crushes on him, and I feel like he almost uses that to his advantage. Oh, that's interesting, because I saw Mary doing that, but I hadn't thought of it with the other women, because I think mm -hmm. Sarah is there... Regardless, she's mm -hmm. a true believer. Oh, I definitely. She's a super believer. <laughs> yeah. She is like yeah. the she's head believer. You know what I mean? A devout Myrist. Absolutely. Um, but I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting when or if Sarah ever realizes what Cal's really doing behind the scenes and if mm -hmm. her thoughts on him change, will it affect her thoughts on the religion? Because she is so, so yeah. extremely devout. I just wonder I if she's going to have doubts. I almost don't think that she will. You really don't? You think because she's be even all questioned his decisions at times. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Even though with the whole, when, when he went to the news and mm -hmm. he had that whole discussion, it turned out to be okay yeah. in her eyes. But she still questioned, do you think you should do this? Right. You know what right. I mean? That's she's true. still questioning him. And mm -hmm. we see that in this episode, too, because with the Ridges, she at the end of last episode, she went to the crack house and rescued Freddie with his mom. Mm -hmm. And then this episode, <laughs> they are in Peru, where we find out for sure. We had a question on YouTube about where, um, and I'm blanking out, where the um, other guy in Peru was. Cyrus. Thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm wondering Cyrus, where, right. yes, you're right, where he was. And um, we get the answer for sure that he's in Peru because mm -hmm. he's helping and administering the medicine so in this episode too Sarah goes completely against what Cal wants and he gets very angry about it so it's interesting too how their relationship is breaking down a little bit that they're no longer true believers together mm -hmm. that they're more adversarial in this episode do you think that he would have been as angry if he wasn't confronted by the husband no I'm okay so here's here's my take on why he was so mad I think it's one of two things. One, the guy's a millionaire, right? Isn't he some kind of... Yeah. Is he mm -hmm. giving money to them or something? I mean, I... Well, I, I know that he said he didn't want the money initially, 
but oh I yeah, that's wanted right. him to hang so the he, painting yeah. okay, okay. Okay. in a prominent so spot. So I think it's more about I think what struck him was when Mr. Ridge said, "Oh, you can't even control your people and all of that," because Cal's all about control. Mm. So I think that's what struck a nerve with Cal. Yeah. He needs to have control over everybody, even if it's Sarah. He doesn't yeah. care. You need to listen to me. Like mm-hmm. you're ma- making me look bad. Yeah, because otherwise you don't look like a leader. Exactly. And that's even what Mr. Ridge said. Do we know his first name? Because <laughs> I don't. John. I didn't catch it either. John. 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 Okay, that's what he said too, right? You can't control your cult. What's going on? And then, of course, at the end with Cal, we get this scene whoo, like we were just doing during the opening i was kind of waiting for that to happen inside the house so when it happened outside i was completely shocked because it came it was so it was silent pretty much mm-hmm. and all i saw was his face hitting the glass yeah and and that blood dripping out i mean yeah. it was pretty gory as far as really like tv fight scenes go i loved it Mm-hmm. It, was pretty good. it was well done. Was. And what did you guys make of the bodyguard? We were talking about this a little bit before the show started. And we first see him coming in when they confront Cal. And he just sort of stands around. And he didn't look very bodyguard-like to me. I don't know. I wasn't intimidated. I just felt like, like he was security. Like, really? that's what I, I got the sense that because, like, I just didn't feel like John would get his hands dirty. Oh, yeah. But I felt like he would that's have true. someone behind him mm-hmm. that would. See, like, I'm I started a, to get that impression. Yeah, I'm the opposite. I just didn't notice him much at first. I just oh, thought I he was there. I noticed him because I was like, "Why is he lurking?" Oh mm-hmm. yeah, see, I don't, I don't know. I was oblivious to that. I was like, "Okay, this man's just standing there. That's fine." And I absolutely thought he was security, but the <laughs> casting to me, I don't know. He just didn't look big to yeah, me. Yeah, because he wasn't like lumbering, but he yeah. was looking kind of menacing. <laughs> he was ready for some action. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm like, you just look at your surroundings, sir. <laughs> okay, you know who he reminded me of, like way back. So the old Austin Powers movies. <laughs> Do you remember then the guy who was like the henchman? That's what he reminded me of. And I think that guy got killed early on in one of the movies, but that like he just sort of stands there. That's hilarious. And doesn't yeah. do much. It is interesting it that he didn't look much like a bodyguard. <laughs> like I wonder why that that, that it was. It's just an odd casting. Yeah. Yeah. Low key, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Like interesting. this semi-menacing, right? <laughs> <laughs> So, um, and why do you think also then that um, Eddie was using his vision to get the upper hand? It was just part of this whole big chess game, this chess match, as you described it, Richie. Hmm. I don't know what's going on between I don't, them. Yeah, I can't quite figure out his motive yet because I don't know where he's trying to go at this moment. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if he knows where he's trying to go at this moment. Me neither. I think he's just yeah. kind of figuring everything out. And keep yeah. in mind... Cal knows that Eddie was having doubts based on what Miranda told him. Mm-hmm. And Eddie still doesn't right. know that. So I'm wondering when that's going to come into play. Mm-hmm. Or, or is he, is Cal just kind of waiting for a good moment to bring it up? Or is right. he, I mean, I really don't know where he's going to take that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's definitely, right. He's holding that information because information is power, right? Mm-hmm. And Cal is all about power, as we keep seeing in every episode. So moving on from that trio into the next set of kissing that we saw at the beginning of end, we saw Mary and Sean. And so Mary, of course, had decided she was going to start sleeping with Sean or at least befriending him that way based on Cal, who suggested, hey, I think he would be a good match. She had originally gone to him. Mm-hmm. So we see them in bed and it leads to what appears to be their very first time having sex together. That's mm-hmm. what it seems like. He's, he's very nice and gentle with her, I think. And um, just... Yeah, very nice. I feel like he's yeah. got like this nice yeah. guy that you just really want to like hug and bring home to 
along. Exactly. So. <laughs> uh, you know what? Nobody likes the nice guy. I mean, as much as people oh, want like, they don't. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> I think Mary's a poor example to be using her <laughs> taste in men. And Mary you might be right about that. You might be right about that. <laughs> so, of course, after Mary sleeps with him, with Sean, she's really excited and goes to tell Cal, thinking that he'll be proud of her, and instead he's in the midst of figuring out what happened to Freddie and tells her, like, go away, go away. And she starts to have doubts then and says she's going to leave until Sean tells her his story. And this is the first we've had of any background from him and he tells us that the reason he is there is because in school one day his sister and some of his friends were shot just for being black and so he says that the world out there is very terrible and lots of lies and horrible people and so he likes this more insulated world so do you guys think first of all is mary starting to like sean aside from cal's instructions to like him I think it's kind of like if you can't be with the one you love, love, <laughs> love the, the one, one you're, you're with. with yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what I think. And as you guys stated before, he does seem like a nice guy mm-hmm. who treats her well. And yeah. it doesn't seem like she's had a lot of that. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think she's had it at all. So it's almost maybe the type of relationship where because she's been abused in the past by mm-hmm. every man who mm-hmm. she has been, you know, seen in an authoritative position, her father and Cal, that she doesn't even know what to do with the nice guy. Mm-hmm. I think it, you hit it on the Doesn't it seem like she also needs like a savior? Because I felt like she really started to click for Cal when he was beating up her father. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. when it seemed like she started to like look at him like a piece of meat, like, oh my God, he's saving my life right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like she has this sort of complex where she needs that almost father figure to a certain degree, yeah. like someone that's going to take care of her. I Sean agree. could take care of her. I mean, I think but he has enough power. He doesn't have power, okay, but he's a good guy. I'm Team Sean right now. I know it's probably <laughs> not going to work out, but I agree. I'm Team Sean too. I but I agree. I don't yeah. think it's going to work yeah, you out. You know, at all. this is going to be destroyed. <laughs> 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 Poor Sean. Well, here's a question. I mean, we all seem to think that Sean is not long for this relationship, Mm-mm. but do you think he'll say he loves her anyway? So I think it will come out that she has been with Cal or not really been. She's watched Cal. That's I guess, just weird. Really. That's just weird. And so I do think that will happen. But do you think Sean will still want to be with her? And I tend to think, yes, he's a nice guy. And he might just think she was being abused by Cal. Mm. You know what's crazy is that he probably could save her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, not that people can be... Oh, I hate to say that. But not that people should be saved. But I feel like he could love her enough mm-hmm. to, you know, make her feel like yeah. a, a, a whole person or mm-hmm. a just a... a it's worthy of yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. To fill that hole that yeah. she has. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, that's possible. How do you guys think Sarah's going to react when she finds out what's been going on with Cal and Mary? I mean, she's got to find out. I think someone has to catch them doing something because there's really no other way to get that to get other people involved in I that think situation. I Sarah's going to say it. Like I'm not Sarah, I think gonna, that Mary's going to say it. She's going to tell people. Uh-huh. You think Mary's going to say it? I think she's going to say it to Sarah. She seems like she would. <laughs> she I feel like she's her. just kind of unhinged, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I feel like she's just going to crack one day. <laughs> she she does have that look. Yeah. She's she's haunted, I would yeah. say. Yeah. She yeah, always that's looks very word. haunted yeah. mm-hmm. when she's walking around and when she's like lurking watching Cal. Always lurking. <laughs> <laughs> and the big question then also with Sean and Mary is 
are either of them true believers? Because now we've got Sean who says basically he just wants to get away from the world. It's not that he believes. He just doesn't want to be in the world. And we have Mary who is ready to leave just because Cal was out. I totally think Sean's a believer, actually. Really? Because based on that scene a couple of episodes ago when they were speaking with the people in the park mm-hmm. and trying to recruit more mm-hmm. members, I just get a real genuine vibe from Sean. Mm-hmm. And I think even if he had to convince himself to believe somewhere along the line that he really does right now. So that's just my take. Maybe I'm wrong. I think it would take something bad to happen for him to not believe. Like, mm. you know, he, something would have to be revealed about Cal, which could be any number of things at this yeah. point. Um, <laughs> exactly. So I think he would have to see that in order for him to, like, just sort of break free from this whole mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, I think so, too. And at the same time, though, while I think he's a believer, I also just feel like he's there for the ride. Because mm-hmm. like, he just, just kind of needs along. a place to be. He needs a place escape, to be, yeah. yeah. I kind of feel that. like that's a lot of them, though. Like, it seems like a lot of them have been through these trials or mm-hmm. these major life challenges, and they've come to this place where they can sort of be insulated, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, and not have to deal with the rest of the world because they found something to believe in. Yeah. But do you feel like Eddie and Cal, then, for instance, are there because just because of the insulation? Because they both came to it as well. I mean, Cal was four, so he's been there long enough, but Eddie came as an adult. I don't feel like he's there just because he's insulated from the world. I mean, obviously he has a family now, but I don't feel like that's why he stayed. I kind of almost feel like he wants to believe everything now because of the family. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think he's tried so hard and he's so so in love with Sarah mm-hmm. it's just ridiculous yeah. in a good way Why? I don't in a know. good way I, I mean she's creepy but I, she is creepy like she's creepy but why not I, yeah he just he it's so apparent that he loves her with everything in him and I think he's trying so hard to believe yeah he's just trying I don't think he does but I think he's trying to hold on uh-huh. because of his family I don't want to say she's creepy. I'm so, I think that's a strong word, but she is kind of creepy. But <laughs> I feel like she's con- very con- exactly. She's, she's yeah. very like, convicted. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And people who are very devout are unfortunately sometimes creepy. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, because it's their life. It's, it's a their byproduct. whole being. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it is the air that they breathe. Yes, that's all they have. Yeah. And I feel like right, that's all that she has as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And um, before we move on to the next set of kisses, we just also want to remind all of you, thank you so much for your comments on YouTube and on iTunes. We love it. We always try to respond as well. Thanks in particular to Christy Hughes. Um, if I'm pronouncing anyone's name wrong, sorry about that. Lee <laughs> uh, Indiana, CC Chick, and um, Nelvin Geller. Thank you all for uh, staying with us every week. Yeah. So we're, we're thrilled about it. And um, thanks for clicking those thumbs up. So... Hooray. Yeah. <laughs> Great conversations. Now, thumbs up right on over to Hawk and Ashley. <laughs> so I feel like this was Hawk's big episode. Oh, We've yeah. been waiting for something to happen. So Hawk, of course, at the end of the last episode, snuck out. He went to this party that Ashley invited him to. And it turns out that they fell asleep there. So he wakes up on a blanket with her and is like, oh, my God, I've got to get out of here. He gets home. It turns out they had already realized he was gone. Everyone is absolutely horrified. 
he does wind up talking to Sarah and Eddie in private, which was something he had wanted. Everyone else wanted this big group discussion about his life. And um, there's a lot of reference to the IS people who are bringing the future. <laughs> and that's another one of their special terms. And um, Hawk says that he basically apologizes and he'll offset, which is another one of their terms. And um, of course, Sarah wants to yank him from school immediately. She says, who cares about this while waiting until you're 16? You're out now. But we get a big swap because now Hawk says, nope, I'm not leaving. I want to stay. So Sarah winds up leaving in the middle of this discussion, and um, Eddie really owns up to his behavior. And even though they were false transgressions, he does say he doesn't want his son to make mistakes or decisions based on him, which mm-hmm. I thought was very stand-up of him, really. And, um, you know, Hawk explains that he just can't understand how Ashley's bad. And Eddie responds that she's an ignorant, and he says, ignorance either bring the future or they bring the light. So um, I'm guessing that ignorant is part of the IS, but we don't know what the S stands for still. And then finally, we have Sarah talking to Hawk, and she tells this story about when she was pregnant with him at six weeks, the doctor couldn't find a heartbeat. So she went to Peru knowing that she had miscarried, she basically did drugs, and then it turns out that... um, he came back to her and so she says she doesn't want to lose him again and we also get reference to a story about her sister who apparently went through this and left the faith for someone else and finally we have hawk saying that oh no i broke up with ashley but it turns out bum, 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 he didn't yes. <laughs> so that was the arc where they started with a kiss and then they end with a kiss and there is a lot that happened in between including the breakup what were your initial thoughts mira number one Joy is so annoying. (laughs) Joy is such a snitch. Why would she do that? It's bad enough this poor boy comes home to a house full of people staring at him, wondering where he's been. Like, oh gosh. You just knew she was going to do that, though. She just looked like she just wanted to. Oh, how annoying. That just really, oh, that made me so mad that moment. (laughs) Find some business, Joy. She did. Yeah, clearly (laughs) his business. Yeah. That that was my first thought. And if they weren't related, don't you almost get the impression she's jealous? Yes! That she would be interested. It's like she's she's snitching because of jealousy. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad I'm not the only one who thought that. I get that so much. I get it so much that when you guys said back when I didn't even know that they were cousins I couldn't believe it because I totally get jealous vibes from her and maybe it's the fact that she's jealous that he's branching out and she's too scared or maybe she really is just jealous I don't know but she's just annoying me right now she's human though and and you snitch no, yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying about the feelings, <laughs> oh, which probably just meant about the that's snitch. what led to her. <laughs> She's human. <laughs> she had snitched. No. Well, and that's interesting because Eddie also says that about Hawk. He says, "Hey, yeah. like he's a teenager." Yeah. yeah. And then of course Sarah insults him and says, "Like, well, oh my gosh, yeah." That shows you she's how yeah. much the religion is taking over. Like mm-hmm. she doesn't care about anything else. That's number one. Oh my mm-hmm. god, I just had a realization. I think she's just as crazy as Mary. <laughs> in a different way. In a different way, oh, for totally. sure. In a yeah. different way. I think that's fair. Yeah. Okay, do we think anyone on this show is not crazy? I almost go Eddie. Eddie. Eddie's I mean, very he's got doubts. rational. Yeah, he seems like he's trying. I'd vote Eddie for yeah, most Yeah, I would definitely vote <laughs> <Me> Eddie. <too. laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And what did you think of Ashley? Because I know in the past I've said I don't feel like she completely fits. I like the actress. I think the character itself is okay. Mm-hmm. But I just, for some reason, they don't mesh to me. I liked her maybe slightly more in this episode. Maybe mm-hmm. because they had more going on. 
Yeah, I think. I mean, now that you mentioned that, they could have found somebody better. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what? I, I think we're wait. I think we're waiting for her role to to grow. Maybe I think, that's it. Yeah, I think it's so small, right? I mean, even though she really has a profound impact on Hawk, uh, I just think we're waiting for her to matter more. Maybe. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's it. I think that's it. And for me, I also feel like trying to figure out is she pulling him away, like purposefully. Which it almost seems like because when um, he broke up with her, she said, are you really going to let your religion dictate? Like, do you think that's a good religion if it says I'm bad? Listen, I thought that she was trying to do that from the moment that she brought mm-hmm. him home mm-hmm. and they were offering him meat. meat. And he said, yeah. he, I don't eat meat. Yeah. You know, Which was nobody, cruel. you know, nobody, yeah. if you don't, if I, if I invite you to my home and you tell me that you don't eat meat, yeah. I'm not going to give you yeah. meat. Like, you know what I mean? So, and make fun of you until exactly. you die. Yeah. It's almost yeah. kind of like she's been doing that from the beginning. That's true. No, you're right. You're right. And what do we think of this term I as? So I'm voting the I as ignorant. But what is S? Ignorant. Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> Standby. Ignorant self. Oh, do you think ignorant, ignorant self? Oh, because they ignorant. have you have your neo self and your ignorant self and then your. Maybe. Wait, did they say neo self? Are you isn't that, up? No, isn't that what they call the place that you go when they put that? contraption on their head that sounds vaguely familiar we needed our bible that i know. was talking about we need that to keep track of all the terms i bet that yeah, yeah. so i don't okay. know but i just uh okay i was waiting for eddie to say that hawk can stay in school i want this to be a turning point for eddie and his self-realization that he doesn't believe completely uh-huh. because i don't want him to let hawk go down this path of being so devout if he doesn't really believe it i want him to let hawk be a normal teenager and live his life and make his own decisions. So I'm really scared if he persuades him to continue with Meyerism and he really doesn't believe it. And then something comes out or something changes where he can't continue and his son's kind of stuck. I don't know. It's very complicated. I got the impression that he's torn between Mm. kind of disobeying Sarah Mm -hmm. and still trying to understand where Hawk is Mm -hmm. and trying to be a father and trying to, you know, wrestle with the fact that Hawk is a teenager. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and he knows what that feels like. Yeah. We all know what that feels like. Mm -hmm. It seems like Sarah's the only person that seems to have (laughs) forgotten (laughs) what that feels like, you know? Yeah. And I think that... In this episode, even though they've had Sarah and Eddie have had the division between them, and he's been trying, of course, I think, to like um, come back together with her. I felt like in this episode he was still he was putting that divider up. I didn't feel like he was going to force Hawk to drop out. That yeah. Hawk said he didn't want to go, and I felt like Eddie was okay with that. He just wanted to be sure it wasn't because of his own behavior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, I felt like Eddie is not on board now, and he never was either mm-hmm. with the dropping mm-hmm. out of school. It's only yeah. Sarah who suddenly had this one eighty. Yeah. So is Tessa? The sister she was talking about? Mm-hmm. Okay, I just have to say, as much as these people say it's not a cult, why... You write off people who are your family because they don't believe the same things you mm-hmm. believe anymore. I mean, that sounds pretty cult-like to me. Well, did right? they write her off or did she leave because she didn't believe it? Was that clear? I don't know. She she found someone else outside of the faith. That was definitely clear. And yeah. she's no longer associated with them. But whose choice was okay, it? Okay, that's a good question then. Mm-hmm. I guess I didn't think because of it that, that would way. make a difference. Then. Yeah, I guess I didn't think about about it that way because I'm just wondering if you choose, like, say you turn 16, mm-hmm. Hawk turns 16, and he's like, okay, I want to stay in school. I don't really want to go down the path. I don't want to 
vow, take my vows or whatever. Are they done with him? Or is he still allowed to, you know, come in and out as he pleases, but not believe? I mean, I don't understand. But 16 is still the youngest that he can start. So I feel like until the question of if they're basically excommunicating him even comes up, yeah. he has at least till 18, till graduation. So I feel like 16 is just the earliest he can get. Well, even 18, though, is that a part of it? If yeah, you don't believe, part, I don't can know. you be... Yeah, <laughs> I'm waiting for that answer. Then. Yeah. I feel like if you don't take the vows, you, you're out. Yeah, I, that's what I'm getting, too. That's what I'm getting from the way they talk. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they just mean, oh, they're not interested. They don't want a part of it. Well, I don't think you have to take the vows to be there because, um, like, Mary and Sean haven't started climbing the ladder. They're not on the first rung. I can't remember what they called it, but they're on, like, the pre-rung, just getting information. Yeah. So but they're, they're not... But they're... I feel like they're not... Still, like... Believe, yeah. yeah. But, but, but plus, they're, like, on their way to believing, or they do believe somewhat. But I'm saying, if you say, I don't believe, I but I still want to be your son, yeah. like... Yeah, and it's kind of yeah. like, you know, Hawk was born into it yeah. so I, I i wonder if the rules are different for mm -hmm. him than it would be for you know mary right who right. just kind of entered you know what i mean mm -hmm. but i feel like people who just enter like you're just leeching off of us at that point if right. you don't unless i mean do they do work i mean we've seen some gardening so if she's working to you know well i remember take care that of herself, uh sarah told her she had to complete about 500 hours mm -hmm. of service yep. but i thought that was before before she could yeah, even before yeah you know and right. sarah was like okay as she's staring gleefully at Cal. <laughs> <laughs> but you mean mary she, yeah oh yeah, yeah. yeah she's sure, like yeah. she's like oh my god yes i'll do it you know it's like <laughs> yep so those are the three couples with the kissing, mm -hmm. you know, the start to finish kissing. And then we had, of course, a couple of other storylines within there. We've talked a little bit already about Cal and the Ridge family. And of course, um, at the end of the last episode, as we said, Sarah went to rescue Freddie. Now, whoosh, Freddie's in Peru taking drugs. And of course, Cal winds up getting beaten up for hmm. not knowing basically what's going on in his cult. And um, exciting news also for all of you who watch us, yay, is that the actor who plays Freddie, Max, is going to be joining us actually next week in studio. So we'll get a lot of inside yay. information. And he was actually just nominated for another daytime Emmy. So hooray nice. for that too. Yay, so yay, Max. congratulations. And um, so we talked about it already a little bit. Any other thoughts on Peru or on Freddie with his head on his mom's lap? Yeah, like man. I, I can't. We cannot gloss over this whole Sarah situation. <laughs> so do we completely believe the whole miscarriage story no okay. i was thinking that the entire time i'm, I'm like skeptical, i do not I'm believe skeptical. you oh my god i'm the only one who believes you her. believed it i did not believe her for one second and i was I'm waiting so i was skeptical. hoping you were going to bring that up because i was like i'm sitting there watching it and i'm like girl really <laughs> this is a real convenient story for you to have right now that, i'm sorry i was having i was very skeptical at that point oh my god i might be the true believer here <laughs> yeah, i mean like i know realistically in my head logically that can't happen but i believed her oh my god you believed her version of the story how am i the only one okay here's the thing i don't know if she would deliberately lie about it but it just does not make sense. Well, of course it doesn't make so, sense. So how I, did it happen? I mean, I know miracles happen. Miracles like happen, but she, it's just, it's just. How do you just? Okay, so your baby's dead. Yeah. You go to Peru. You do drugs, and the baby comes back to life. When you put it that Voila. way. 
I'm, it's a lie. I'm like, okay, so obviously something is terribly wrong here. I just, I just, I just feel like I don't believe it because, for so many reasons. But I do feel like she's so convicted in her beliefs that she's willing to do whatever to keep her son. Well, she might close. have just made herself believe that, though. Honestly, people make themselves believe stuff yes. all the time, and you know it's true, right? This so is, I. I can actually see that happening here. So yeah. your theory is that she wasn't lying knowingly. Yeah, it's I just think that she's told herself this story so often that now she believes absolutely. it. Absolutely. Okay, that's more. I feel like okay. Yeah, I don't think she's like. <laughs> I don't. Think I don't think she's on. I think that's something Cal would do. I think Cal would blatantly lie about a story mm-hmm. to get somebody hooked. I don't think Sarah is that vindictive. I think Sarah truly either the drugs got to her or <laughs> her. She was just so traumatized that she told herself this story. Um, but there's some reason as to why she truly believes this. I don't think it really happened. I think she just, honestly, I, I mean, I, I'm trying to think about it in those terms, but a part of me is still <laughs> like, she lied purposely uh-huh. because she did not. And I don't think it was, sometimes people lie and they don't think that they're lying for a bad reason. Uh-huh. That's true. They think in their head, I need to do this so that this person right. will not leave. That's, That's true. what I think. Maybe she was saying it like metaphorically, I guess, that it didn't really, but she, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> okay. The it's only- hard for me to believe anything in that vision. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what stood out to me? Like, if we're going down the path that she was lying purposely, this could have been there on purpose because I actually thought this was a weird writing glitch. So tell me what you guys think. So when she tells the story, she says she was six weeks pregnant and mm-hmm. that's when she finds out that the baby. Six months. Is it, okay, there, there's right? the question. See, I listened twice. I rewound the okay, 10 seconds. Okay, so I was wrong. And I thought it, well, so maybe I misheard. Then that's the question because, so she says six weeks is what I thought when I rewound and heard, I heard it twice. Okay, but then maybe. maybe my I, I didn't hear it. I'm just, I, th- I thought I heard six months, but I didn't rewind well, it, so I have no idea. Which would make more sense because then she says, I went to Peru because I still had to miscarry. And that part didn't make sense because if you're only six weeks, there's nothing to come out. Mm-hmm. By six months, there would be a baby to come out. Yeah. So six months makes more sense, but that's what I was wondering. Is it a writing glitch? Because I heard six weeks. Okay. In case if she's lying, maybe she tripped herself up. That's interesting. Mm. I'm going to go back and listen. I know. I feel I'm like I, I need to go back and watch it again now. Yeah. I feel like we need a resolution now, but it's not going to happen without watch yeah. watching it again. Watch her tell lie. That's crazy. <laughs> They're, yeah, those drugs, man. That's all I can say. It's so funny that they take him there to get him off drugs, only to put him back on more drugs. Which I guess maybe are not addictive drugs. Maybe they are. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, I don't. But a lot of them keep going back to Peru. So I don't. That's another thing. There, the trafficking. The trafficking, right? And so there is the the other storyline. We got a little bit more of Detective Abe in this Mm -hmm. episode, and he did talk to Allison. So we saw her very briefly. We got more details about her husband's death that he jumped off a mountain, which of course Allison says no go. Didn't really happen. (laughs) He was killed. But um, Detective Abe looks into it more, and he looks at credit card statements and sees lots of trips to Peru. And so he says trafficking, which I think we can all take safely to assume to mean drug trafficking. And then at the same time, we had gotten a little glimpse of this, that he thought something was wrong with his daughter, Lucy, and it turns out that she has patent ductus arteriosus, which is basically that vessels haven't closed properly. Mm. And so she's going to need open-heart surgery. And um, interestingly, when he's looking at the credit card statements, the other officer who's doing the computer work keeps insisting, like, go talk to my priest. Mm-hmm. And um, he also goes to Eddie and says he wants to convert. And Eddie basically says, no, it's not going to help anything. 
which I thought was fascinating. Like, was this a specific tactic for Eddie to make him want it even more? What did you guys think? I kind of felt like Eddie was really just being real. Like, I don't think this is going to save your daughter. Like, Mm -hmm. you need to do something else. And I think Eddie's probably the only one there who would be that honest. Yeah. I think everyone else, Cal, Sarah, they would all say, oh, yeah, we can save her. Like, bring her here. take her to Peru. The light and all this stuff. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. So I I really, I respect Eddie so much for his honesty. Mm -hmm. And on another note, I really think um, Agent... Abe is Detective going. Detective Abe. Yeah. Oh yeah, Agent. <laughs> <laughs> I keep thinking um, honest Abe. So <laughs> yeah, I really I don't know if he's really seeking help through Meyerism. Some part of me thinks that he's going to resort to believing that or something. He's obviously feeling trouble from the situation mm-hmm. with his daughter, and I wonder if he's looking for some sort of an escape because he did. Yeah. Even though he's using a different name, he's telling mm-hmm. the true yeah. a true story when he's talking to Eddie and looking for help. So, mm-hmm. I mean, this could be a way for him to cope. I was wondering, too, because I can't get an accurate read on if I believe that he was saying he wanted to get on the ladder just because he wants to infiltrate so he can take them down. That's or if it's because I he's thought. starting to really believe. And I can't decide. I thought it was that he wanted to take them down so he was using that as his way in. Mm-hmm. But I feel almost like because yeah. of he has a slightly obsessive nature mm-hmm. if you kind of like watch. You know, I so I feel like he's gonna actually kind of fall into that. Mm-hmm. That would be I think that would really shake up the story and I feel like they're going in that direction. Um, but I think Mary's dad and him wanting to get, you know, justice mm-hmm. for all of that might take precedence mm-hmm. right now. But for sure, later on, I think he'll start, especially since Eddie is so convincing and he's so honest, mm-hmm. he's not BSing him like yeah. the other people are. So he might really take this into account. Mm-hmm. And your comment, too, about uh, Mary's dad is interesting because, of course, we had Mary's dad come into the station, too, or the FBI headquarters, I guess, and say what's going on. And he put him off a lot and said, you know, we'll, like, we'll let you know, mm-hmm. which I read as he wants to take Mary's dad down yeah. more than anything. I read that, mm-hmm. too. It, that's the way it kind of came across on the screen, but because he was like, "We oh, trust me, we have much more information than we did, mm-hmm. you know, before," which means he knows what happened to Mary. Right. Mary's dad is visibly creepy as well. Ugh, he yeah. is one disturbing man. But do you think that Mary's dad was visibly creepy to Detective Abe before he found out the other information? Because I don't think so. Nope. I think he's only creepy because we know what he did. Yeah. And because his last name. I mean, when when Detective (laughs) Abe first spoke to him, he was bloodied in the hospital. So, I mean, there's really not much to go off of at that point. I don't know. I still smell the creep, but maybe that's that's because I knew. From a mile away, yeah. I just knew it already. So, but we saw him before the hospital. Exactly. So I was already. Yeah. 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 Primed for creep. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So do you guys have anything else specifically about this episode to discuss or should we offer up some predictions? I just wanted to say that I wonder in my head when Hawk flipped. Like when he said, okay, after his after his mom told him that story, Mm -hmm. because he looked like, oh, well, you know, everything's I'm I'm back, you know. And then the next thing you know, he's hopping on the back of the truck. So well, I he was, broke up with her in between. Yeah, but like, yeah. What, so yeah, when what yeah. his mind. did he change his mind? I, I think know. Joy snitching made him mad, <laughs> and he wanted to rebel even more. 
that's just me. Okay, I'm just thinking back to my teenage years, right? And if I have all these people trying to tell me not to do something Mm -hmm. and to not hang out with somebody I know is not a bad person. They're not a bad person just because they're not exactly like me or they don't believe the same things I believe doesn't make them a bad person. Mm -hmm. So I think he's starting to realize that ISs can be good people and I still Mm want to hang out with her. So go hawk. <laughs> maybe it is the teenage rebellion. I feel like maybe I'm just hoping that we're going to get a flashback in the next episode to show us that. Because you're right, there was a big turning point. He was like, I'm going to offset and plant trees. And then suddenly, hey, honey. <laughs> right. It was like, how did you even get out of the house again? Like, I, I think he <laughs> never had any intentions of not seeing her. Any, but wait, when he broke up even, with her? Even you think the, that was fake? No, no. Okay. At that point, I think he was scared. Uh-huh. I mean, they had just confronted him about all of right, this. Right, You know, so I, the initial shock is like, oh, I can't talk to you anymore. I can't talk to you anymore. But I mean, he's a teenage boy and this girl, mm-hmm. he likes her and she's really not a bad person. And he talked to his dad, you know, mm-hmm. she, he, who said she's not necessarily a bad person, but whatever, whatever he said. So I just think he's making his own decisions right now. And until Joy decides to pull up and snitch again, he's going to continue to see her. You are hating Joy. Joy I'm sorry. Joy is on my bad list right now because that was just annoying. I feel bad for Joy. I feel like she exists just to snitch. She doesn't have any other purpose she on really the show. She really does. And I don't think that it's coming either. I don't feel like we're going to get more from her. I think like that is her sole purpose. No, yeah. She, they'll, there's more snitching coming. More to come. Stay tuned for more snitching. Poor Joy. <laughs> <laughs> so, other than our predictions that Joy will be snitching, Richie, do you have any predictions? What's coming up? Um, predictions. I, your I, After Buzz TV predictions. <laughs> do, do, do. I think that Mary is going to definitely blab to Sarah about her, you know, mm-hmm. incidents with uh, Cal. I think that's coming. Okay. I think that's going to blow up in his face. Hmm. <laughs> no pun well, intended. Li- oh, literally. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I'm not sure she'll snitch to Sarah. If she does, I don't think it's because she knows what she's doing. Like, I don't think she realizes there was something between Sarah and Cal. I think she knows after that last scene. After she was lurking in the shadows. So this is what I get from Uh Mary. You know, there's, like, this girl who's talking to this guy that maybe this other girl likes. Mm -hmm. And so she's like, oh, well, you know, uh, I hooked up with him last week. Like, that kind of thing. Exactly. I think that's what's going to happen. Mary's unstable. Mary's mm-hmm. unstable, but I don't know. I think so, but uh, we maybe could be wrong. Okay, maybe yeah. Mary, um, what see. do you think? Yeah. Uh, I would like to see maybe Detective Abe struggle with his belief a little <laughs> bit more, because I think that will really complicate the plot if he actually mm-hmm. thinks some of this stuff could help him in his situation with his mm-hmm. daughter. Um, what else? What else? What else? More tension between Eddie and Cal. I'm just waiting for the time when Cal decides to pull out the information and hold it over Eddie's head because that's really going to make a big difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's it. Hawk keeps seeing Ashley. Enjoy keeping <laughs> your mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that in addition, the detective, Detective Abe, is going to find some other information about Allison's husband because there's yeah. too much going on with was it a suicide, was it not, was mm-hmm. it, was it not. And if it's not, then really she's just paranoid, in which case she doesn't need to exist. So mm-hmm. I think for her to exist, something, there will be mm-hmm. some information that comes yeah. out that it wasn't a suicide, it was a murder, which I think anyway we're pretty much all in agreement with that we think it <laughs> happened. Yeah. But I think that in the show 
Joe's life and universe, mm-hmm. it will happen that way as well. Mm-hmm. And can Sarah and Cal finally just get it on? I'm be- oh is my it just gosh. like, I'm just like, please, yeah, it's let's just get it over with. You want her to transgress from Eddie? Oh, well, she's going to. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, she's, that'll break his heart. It but she's so Eddie. going to do it, though. Oh, it, would, it would totally break his heart, It's though. always the accuser that's the one that's guilty. Oh, oh I know. <laughs> Big words from the end of the table. <laughs> well, let everyone know where they can find you. Until next time. Uh, you can find me at DJ Richie Sky on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me at Miera Jennings on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Zoe Hewitt. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Zoe Said What. That's Zoe Said What. You can also find me on YouTube at Zoe Hewitt Hosting, where I do a weekly movie analysis show. Then until next time, thanks so much for joining us this week on Hulu's The Path. We will see you next week. Bye-bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 